This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, everybody, it's Lon Sybin. And a couple of weeks ago, a lot of you wrote in, like 20 of you, about this computer, the Kangaroo Mini PC. Actually, mine is on right now because it has a battery on board. Uh, and what I figured I would do is reach out to the company that made it. So if you haven't seen my review, do check it out. I go through it in detail. But in a nutshell, it's a Windows 10 PC for 100 bucks, And we're going to find out uh, more about what makes that tick right now. Because on the line uh, is Ben Chu from uh, Kangaroo, which is, a, uh, I guess, a, a subsidiary of InFocus, the projector people. And and uh, Ben's going to walk us through this hardware and talk about how this came about. So, Ben, I want to start with um, just the price point here. So we're looking at a Windows 10 desktop computer. I believe I called this the best value Windows 10 computer out there because it is. Um, right. How did you get this, this thing to work for this price? Is there some magic going on here or is this uh, the way things are now? Right. Well, well. thanks again for the opportunity to speak. And uh, we appreciate the review that you did. I mean, definitely uh, the product is at an aggressive price point. Uh, certainly all the items that you mentioned in your review, whether it's the uh, aluminum enclosure on the ID to OS links to the integrated battery, uh, fingerprint reader, and, and all the items that, that, that the features that you talk about. I mean, the way we look at it is that this is trying, we're trying to create a new form factor, right? It's about this mobile desktop that we're trying to uh, establish within the marketplace. So somewhat different from a mini PC, I think, from, in the sense of it's combining a lot of different features that you've not seen before. So we see this as an opportunity to really carve out a new market segment. And it's about the accessories. It's about the docks. And it's, again, ab about an opportunity to re reinvent, to some extent, the desktop category. So that's sort of the, the, the logic behind why we want to go after this aggressive price point. So it's kind of an investment in perhaps building a new, a new product category? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And it's it's about some of the items I think that you talked about, whether it's the docks and hopefully some of the accessories that we're planning in the future. You know, we see this as a, as a long-term um, uh, game plan. And let's let's talk about too the just where the market is at the moment because for at the really at the moment there's been a lot of mini PCs out there uh, right. you know maybe fifty or sixty dollars more few for, though from companies we've heard about right most of them sure. have been uh, you know overseas companies that are that are finding ways to work with this Intel chipset and everything um, so right. I mean what did you guys look at in the marketplace you know what what went into deciding what this product was going to be because it does have more than a lot of those other computers have. Right, and, and I think uh, as you've touched on in some of, some of your views online, I mean, certainly there is the set uh, set category that's out there already. You know, whether you call it a mini PC or the stick PCs, right? And I think there's a there's a segment out there that's really not yet being served by either one. In the sense of, again, we're trying to create this uh, mobile aspect of of a desktop, right? In the sense of it's something that you can put in your pocket, form factor wise, but it's also got the battery or the fingerprint reader. And it's a combination of these things that you wouldn't normally associate with a desktop. So it's it's a it's sort of a, the the kind of the best of the best in terms of trying to formulate a new uh, category that that basically doesn't exist, right? Because stick PCs, I think you're limited by having to be physically connected to a a large screen monitor, right? Otherwise, it it doesn't work right. obviously because it needs power, right? Right. And then certainly some of the more traditional mini form factors, again, it's. It's meant to be stationary. It's not meant to be carried in your pocket or moved around. So that's really the genesis around this, this concept around the dock as well. As you can see, it, it disconnects, right? It disengages. 
from the, the bottom part. So you can leave the docks, you know, next to a PC or a PC monitor or a, a large screen TV. And the intent is, again, to move from point A to point B with just having to have your docks in these locations, in these different locations. So let's walk through this real quick, if you don't mind, because I'd love to sure. kind of explore what, we, what we've got here to make sure I didn't miss anything when I reviewed it. Um, so yes. I'm going to pull this up for you to see, too. So we have the, the yep. kangaroo here. Um, so most of the guts are in. I'm going to pull the dock off right, right now. So right. most of the guts are in here, right? So this is where That's the correct. processor is and everything. And a lot of people right. have been asking, and I didn't test this myself yet. Um, I, I, got, I can plug in an iPad into the USB port here. Uh, and control it with the screen. So I'm, I'm able to use this without this attached at all. Is that is that right? No, no. Nope. So so let me clarify. I think mm -hmm. there's been some misconception. The uh, the micro USB port that you pointed to originally on the side on the uh, on the main unit there. That's really just for charging oh, okay. the internal battery. So uh, the intent there was to give you an opportunity to on the on the road right to avoid having to carry as many uh, cables and whatnot. But if you want to connect into the iPad, the the main mechanism still is through the dock uh, on the on the bottom part through the standard USB uh, locations there. Again, 2.0 and 3.0. But but I think as you showed in your review, the intent there is to give you an opportunity or uh, again what we're calling sort of Windows 10 on any screen anywhere. And it's a, it's a lot. The logic is really around trying to give the user the ability to connect into their Windows desktop on the Kangaroo through an iPad screen. And, and I think as you showed really well, it's just basically it's a, it's a secondary, uh, well, primary monitor in the case if you're just using the iPad. I think you also touched upon the action switch a bit. There was some, Yeah, I didn't know what to do with that uh, one. <laughs> it's over here. Right, so yeah, it, it yeah. lights up when I switch it, but I didn't know what else it did. Right, so I think there should be some uh, articles now on our website that gives a little more uh, of an understanding. I think we may even have a, a video up, a short instructional video on that now. But the intent here, and this is, again, for more of the, the geeks out there, the, the hardcore techies, but we wanted to give owners the opportunity, once you switched on, the ability to connect point-to-point -point into this unit. So it basically allows the, the Wi-Fi module that's in, in this unit to become a wireless access point. Oh, okay. So... Now, the, you know, this is, again is, is probably more in those unique circumstances when there's no Wi-Fi. Right. And certainly that's uh, less and less uh, true. But in, in, in those rare instances when you, you do not have uh, a Wi-Fi access point, you can connect into this directly. Now, you, you can, and I'm sure as you know, there's probably many, many pieces of software out there, whether it's VNC or remote desktop, that basically as long as you've got the uh, connection through Wi-Fi, you, you can then, uh, you know, directly uh, link into the uh, into the unit itself. Um, basically, there is a little app that we provided that gives you the ability to change the Wi-Fi access, you know, change the name of the access point as well as uh, change the password. So again, it's it's really to provide sort of the infrastructure ability to to allow you to access it. But we didn't necessarily want to make it a, a key selling point because I think there's already too many items right. out there. People <laughs> might get confused. Like, okay, here's another item in the in the in the laundry list, right? And that's that's a, good, that's a very good point because we're seeing now in a lot of products. I'm, I'm thinking of the new Apple TV and a lot of some of the features of the new iPhone too, where they just purposely left things out of the right. out of the instruction set. You know what? Figure it out, or you find it later, and then you can maybe dig exactly. in a little bit more detail. So, how do you decide that's what right. to what to sell and what not to sell on something like this? It, it's it's been it's been a challenge. I mean, it's it's a good problem to have, right? But sure. the the reality is that. You, you tend to forget how many items uh, or features that you want to focus on. And at times, we, we, we try to just focus on the top three. And I think, again, you touched on it really well in your review about, okay, whether it's OS links, whether it's the fingerprint reader and the Windows Hello integration, or whether it's simply this uh, integrated battery and the docking mechanism. So we, we tried to limit it to three because most people, after a while, they'll kind of glaze right. over. And it's like, <laughs> oh, what, uh, what else are you talking about? So we, we tried to limit those three main items. And I think we've 
uh, again, highlighted those primarily on, on the website. And how, how has Intel changed the game here, too? Because this is not just because we can make something this small. It's because the, the system now right. is pretty much on a tiny little chip, everything for the system. That's right. Um, That's so right. How, how much does Intel play a role in all of what you're doing here? Oh, obviously, it's it's critical. I mean, Intel and, and Microsoft Windows is it's it's really about that that whole ecosystem. But I mean, certainly they've done a great job with Cherry Trail uh, in terms of just uh, uh, going from a, a step above from what where they were last year with Bay Trail T and uh, the whole PC stick uh, form factor that's been created out of it. Because certainly this is an evolution of, of that that whole uh, CPU, that whole SOC uh, history, right? And I think they've, they've really done a good job with being able to, uh, help, uh, certainly help us in, in the case of getting this product launched when it comes to some of the, the thermal issues and, and the heat. And I'm certainly sure you've noticed that it does get a little, a little warm, right? but uh, I think for the most part, since it's not a phone, you're not holding it in your hand most of the time. So it's, it's physically not, you know, in contact with your, you know, with your, your hand. So I think it's fine. And again, I think they've done a great job giving us the ability to, you know, whether it's a desktop environment, just again, casual use, uh, web browsing, email to something like streaming media, uh, on a, on a large screen TV, right? So they, they've given you all those capabilities. It's, it's again, the way we see it is it's, it's definitely a step above, uh, anything like a streaming media device because it's still, it's, it's a, it's a PC, right? right. You can still treat it as an office desktop for the most part. So it's, it's, I don't know how you want to position it in the sense of, hey, am I getting a, a Roku with my PC or am right. I getting a, you know, a PC with my Roku kind of thing, right? So it's, it's the best of both worlds in our minds. And that's what's neat about this too is that it gives, it gives the user some flexibility, especially those who exactly. are technically inclined to say, oh, I know what I can do with this thing. Let me right. do X, Y, and Z. Exactly. With that. So let's talk about right. the dock too before we get into more use sure. cases because I can talk about things to do with this stuff. <laughs> right. Exactly. But so, so talk about this connector here. So th is this some proprietary thing to Kangaroo? Is this, or is this something that's more standard out there? Well, it's, it's uh, an off-the-shelf component, but the reality is that we, we're trying to create some, uh, some proprietary aspects around the, the pin designations. So we're, again, we, we've tried to combine some of the unique uh, ports here in the sense of giving, uh, again, HDMI, uh, the two USB ports. And, and we're, we're hoping, uh, as, as we get feedback from the market, to try and uh, create some additional versions of this dock, whether it's, whether it's with additional HDMI or additional VGA ports, uh, Ethernet, what have you. So clearly the, the intent of that, that uh, port there is to, or that uh, pin, pin out is to, to give you some uh, future-proof uh, capability so that, hey, we're going to really build, build an ecosystem around this, this port and, and give it uh, some, some future longevity in the marketplace. And do you see this as something that I can like, chain a bunch of these together and get like, um, you know, like a whole stack of these docks together, or is it just one per, per thing, that, you think? That, well, that's certainly an opportunity to think about, right? I think there's been some interest that we've heard about, hey, can we daisy chain uh, some of these items together? Um, I, I don't know at this time if that's going to be a, a major focus, but I think certainly that's something to think about. I mean, if, if, there's, if there's enough interest in the marketplace, that's, that's something to consider. And, and what made InFocus want to do this? And this is certainly a big department. They're not a PC maker. They're making um, projectors. They're making things sure. that uh, kind of supplement PCs. And, and certainly it's easier now to make a PC perhaps than it's been before because you know, right. Intel's got everything on a single chip. But uh, what, what prompted the creation of this from InFocus, which has not been focused on, on making <laughs> PCs for a while? Right. So I think the uh, some of the, the themes that uh, the company has been focused on, and, and certainly you've seen this perhaps in other marketplaces where uh, InFocus is better known uh, perhaps in Asia, whether it's China or, or India, and they, they've broadened their, their product portfolio to include uh, cell phones, televisions, what have you. And it's really around collaboration and w wanting to create uh, a better way to work smarter and more efficiently uh, with with you know people. And, and clearly, I think this is an evolution of that of that logic where hey, we're we're 
branching into the consumer space. There's a lot of interest in, uh, again, these these new form factors. And I think the, the interest is there to, again, to, to kind of shake things up a bit. So I, I think that's a that's the concept around, hey, we've got a small team, sort of a startup mentality to bring this product to market. And it's it's uh, it's exciting. I mean, there's a there's a bit of a challenge there because, as, as you mentioned, Infocus is not well known in this spe- specific space. But certainly, this is a, a first a big first step in in that direction to, to get the name out there. And clearly, you're, you're focusing more on, on getting consumer feedback for this. Get it out there, see what right. people do with it. So we've got ourselves a very I, I guess you could I don't want to call it a minimally viable product because it isn't minimal <laughs> in the sense that it does everything you'd want a product like this to do. But but in some ways, right. it is kind of like that. I mean, what do you envision seeing people do with these things that uh, you know kind of prompted this development? Because clearly, there must have been some spark in the company to say now's the time right. to do this. What was the what was that? Well, spark? well, clearly. Right. Clearly, I think the, the spark has come from uh, the, the strong interest, as you said, right, that, that Intel and, and Windows 10 is it's really a combination of seeing those those key elements come out you know, at this time. And we're trying to say now, hey, we've got some ideas brewing around how do we extend the, the, the product portfolio. But I think it's, it's having those base tool sets in place that we can now leverage this across all the products. But I think clearly the, the big the big differentiating factor is, as you say, we've got um, this this new form factor. Right, that that's now something that we've not seen before in the sense of having all these components together. And, and, and again, I think there's whether it's consumer space as well as in in the business to business area, we see a lot of vertical opportunities as well that's coming out. And so I think we can kind of leverage feedback from both sides to kind of push the envelope on. Okay, what what else can we do with this? And and certainly I think with IoT and all the the small server opportunities that are out there, I think this is an element that that fits into that bigger picture. So we're we're really just trying to explore now how does the dock, what kinds of docks, you know, what different ports in and out that we can now extend the, the you know, the dock mechanism to. And I think that's going to take some time um, because I think there's a lot of, um, there, there's always too many opportunities, right? right. This is sort of the, the yeah. problem is how do you pick and choose, right, where to focus. So we're, we're working through that now. And the PC market is very diverse. It's not like it used to be where sure. you, you bought a computer every five years and that it was a right. very major purchase. I mean, you can almost buy, you know, you can buy, I've reviewed a, the Microsoft Surface book right there. You can buy probably 20 of these for uh, what one of those costs and, and get, you know, get a lot of what you want to get done on, on, a, on a, one of these things. Um, but I'm curious, though, what, um, you, you know, there's a certain kind of configuration that you're, you're choosing for this, which has been similar to all the other ones. Is there right. uh, plans? Because a lot of people have been asking this question too. Is there plans for a uh, you know a four gig model or one with a core M or something like that? I mean, you could you certainly could keep going, but I guess yes. there, there is a need to focus, right? Right, and and I think the the, the point about having the different configurations, the modularity that that's sort of been the real spark around this because what we've seen is a trend, obviously, certainly with with Apple, is to integrate all the components into sort of this very fixed sort of set of SKUs over the the lifetime of the product. And we see this certainly like with all-in-ones where, you know, you may have this great screen, but it turns out, hey, I don't necessarily need the latest and greatest from Intel, whether it's an i5 or i7, but all I need is some sort of fairly well-powered device, which is kind of what we're saying is, is good enough for most people. And I think you've touched on this this other excellent point is that, you know, when do we integrate or upgrade into something like a, a four gigabyte version or a core M version? And I think that's the question is, do we see enough demand in the marketplace to really drive that level of uh, going further up the you know the good better best the marketing you know logic right and typically we, we're trying to start with a good SKU to try and hit most of the the, the key segments you know whether it's uh, mobile professionals or families or just your your typical millennials right and I think that's the challenge now right is that the the problem is that there's so many 
uh, segments out there, right. you know, and, and how do we how do we get just enough to kind of get things going? And, and this is sort of the intent around. Let's keep it simple, right? With too many configurations, people are going to go, "Oh, do I pick A, B, or C?" And then they get lost, right? So we're trying to simplify and keep the the portfolio simple, at least at the outset, and try and again gauge demand and, and interest from from the marketplace. I think to some degree too is that the, the low price might also harm you to some degree because people people sure. have this vision. I mean, it used to be the computer was twelve hundred dollars or fifteen hundred dollars, right? Right. right. Um, I, right. I remember e machines back in like ninety nine, ninety eight when those came out. Four hundred dollars? Come on, you know. And now four hundred dollars right. has become the baseline. So I, I guess to some degree you've got to do com- some convincing the people that this is actually usable at this price. I mean, is that is that something that well, you're dealing with? Yeah, no. Clearly, the the, the ninety nine dollar price point is is to to, to gather and, and get attention from from the marketplace to open eyes. You know, it's 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 uh, it's a good uh, you know uh, uh, story you tell there about the e machine because clearly that's just, uh, an intent here is to try and really wake the shake things up a bit, right? And the question now is is this something that that is is where you know is where we want to be longer term, right? And I think that's where we kind of have to bring in the docs and accessories and say, hey, this is a, a part of a bigger story to create this new form factor. And can we get real market acceptance? Because I think, as you saw last year with the PC stick, you know, it was there's some, I think, uh, confusion. Like, what is this thing? You know, is this real? It's almost too good to be true. Right. But I think now, over the past what 12, 18 months, it's established itself as a real form factor, right? And oh, that's, yeah. Again, a very a similar intent from our side is: can we establish this mobile desktop as, as a new form factor for the you know for the PC industry? Because that's when we, we have seen a lot of sticks. <laughs> we went from right. having no sticks to, to a lot, a lot of, sticks of sticks in a very short exactly. period of time. And what's also been interesting, too, especially when you look at a small form factor PC, is that you know, we're now looking at performance in some areas you know, 20 or 30 percent better than, they, than it was a year ago, uh, with right. prices now a half or a third of what, uh, of what they are. Uh, right. Do you see, this getting, do you see this, these prices continuing to plummet, or do you think $99 is where we're going to be at? Because you still have to buy the Windows license, right? I mean, there's still some expense here. For sure, and I mean, I, we're we're seeing a lot of what you what you articulated, right? Is that you know it started out around what I think one forty nine price points, and it's dropped down significantly. And and we're our expectation is that it will plateau at around this this ninety nine dollar price point. And again, that's sort of the the key logic around why did we want to start with ninety nines? We just wanted to kind of cut away all of the, the the concerns about hey, you know, is this is this just a, a race to the bottom? But I think mm-hmm. what where we're going for is that this is this is the the floor, right? We believe that this right. is where we, we will need to be going forward. It really is a good a good price there. And let's yep. just before we wrap up, you know, let's talk about some of the challenges that go into making something like this. I mean, obviously, you have to convince people in the boardroom that this is a good direction to take. Clearly, developing something like this is not cheap to do. Uh, but what were sure. some of the challenges that you faced in, in integrating all of these components into something like this and still trying to hit that price point? Yeah, I mean, clearly, there's been uh, a lot of internal uh, product development around this. It's it's taken quite a bit of time, and I think, like you said, the the convincing is around making sure does the business strategy work longer term, you know, with all the components and you know all the all the costs involved. But I think the the key concern from from our senior management is that we wanted to get acceptance into the marketplace, and I think the the willingness is is there to to really invest in this uh, mobile desktop uh, form factor. So I. I think it's it's been an evolution internally to try and get to that point, but uh, you know, fortunately, we've got the full support from senior management to, to push this out there. So I, I think uh, you know, obviously, you see it there today in the marketplace, right? Right. So. And it's and it's good, and they're selling, and and Newegg is now rationing them to two a person, two, two to a person. So. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's definitely been well beyond our expectations uh, for the first two weeks, two and a half weeks now of the launch. I mean, it's it's definitely exceeded our our uh, our sales targets, and uh, I think from. Uh, unfortunately, like you said, it, it was on back order for several days, and it's um, 
you know, it's it's taken a little bit of time to kind of get the the machinery going to to ramp up, but uh, we're we should be okay now. You know, as we head into the holiday season. Right, and you don't know really, right? You don't know what the market right. is for this. is a new category. It's uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, and one of the things that I that I really like about this price point, especially, is because um, I'm, I'm on my local board of education in my town, and one of the things oh, that we're right. always you know talking about is you know how, how do you make sure that every kid has access to the same technology right. that other kids have, and uh, this is a, one of those those differentiators where you can you can really get to an equal footing where every right. kid, you know, every family can choose to have a computer for every kid now versus exactly the one they all shared, and I think that's a, a really big. Um, a really big consideration here. Uh, what right. the, I, I, okay, yeah, sorry. sorry, just no, no. It's really quick. I think the point you make there, certainly with the education market, is that the things that you end up keeping are the monitors, the keyboards, and the mice. Right? Those things really don't ever go out of date, and that's just sort of the intent is to create that again, the modularity. So, hey, let's if we do want to upgrade, you know, for every child going forward, hey, just swap out the main module. Right? Everything right. else stays the same. So, and with TVs dropping in price, I mean, you can go to right. the Black Friday sale and get a TV for thirty dollars. Exactly. You're, you're, uh, exactly. You got your monitor, and you can buy a cheap keyboard, and you're uh, you're, you're good to go with that. One of the things I do like to always, um, you know, kind of end these reviews with is or these interviews with is kind of an idea of of how you got to where you are in in your career. Um, because a lot of people watching are young; they're at the you know start of their careers or start of their education in some in some ways. So, um, you know, what what. What path did you take and, and what kinds of things do you have to know uh, and learn and get through experience to be able to build a product like this? No, I think certainly from a personal perspective, it's, it's taken uh, a number of years being in the industry to, to get to this point where we can you know, feel like personally be involved. And I think that we've had a great opportunity just, again, like I mentioned, this sort of a startup mentality for this small team. And uh, I think uh, a lot of the elements, whether it's uh, the pure sort of business side or the supply chain side, or certainly seeing, I think, most recently, personally, right, from a marketing perspective, sales side just to see how much uh, is involved there you know whether it's choosing the specific features you know again looking at the laundry list hey there's too many things to talk about and then trying to really focus i think that's personally been a professional development point to try and hey guys you know you can't you can't boil the ocean here right you, you need to focus on a, a few key elements otherwise you just you just keep getting going around and around circles so i think the, that's that's been a key learning right over the past uh, 12 12 months certainly from for me personally just to kind of be able to focus on the, the, the elements that we think people will be most attracted and, and appeal to. So that, that's been a, a big learning. That's got to be hard, too, because you probably you are somebody who, who loves this kind of stuff because you're building exactly. it. You want to put right. everything in there, right? It's, uh... that's, that's the problem. <laughs> that's, in fact, that's truly the problem. It, it's just it, because we, we, we get into that mindset way, hey, we want to really delight and exceed the, the customer's expectation. But at a certain point, you, you kind of reach a point where you're thinking, hey, it's, it's probably too much, and you're just going to confuse people. So let's, let's try and limit this a bit. And, and say, hey, we're not. Uh, it's not that we're not going to, uh, perhaps in the future, develop into that that point. But uh, for the for the time being, let's focus on a key key set of uh, of, uh, of features and focus on that. And because you have a dock, you have an excuse now to say to people, hey, we'll come back to it later. We'll build a, build a dock for it, right? And- That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Gives us some flexibility to expand that uh, that ecosystem there. And then, from your own education, did you go to school for electrical engineering? What was your What was your path into the industry? Uh, actually, I started. Um, I, I did go through business school and uh, basically focused on sort of more on the business side of the the house and some supply chain side. So I'm coming more from a manufacturing background. And that's important to note too that you don't always have to be an electrical engineer, perhaps, to lead a project like this, because there are a lot of uh, financial decisions that go into these things, and uh, sometimes some right. business acumen is pretty helpful too, right? So no, clearly it's it's having I think more of a project manager perspective to look at kind of all the different cross-functional areas, whether it's again it's uh, uh, the R and D and the engineering side, as well as supply chain, as well as sort of the like you mentioned all the the marketing and sales pieces. So it's it's been a it's a real it's been a lot of fun being able to kind of touch. 
you know, I'll wear different hats as, as we go through the product development of this and, product. And then I guess moving forward here, so this is this is going to be the Kangaroo PC for at least a little bit of time until we until you guys get some market feedback and figure out right. where you want things to go, and then it'll uh, probably uh, grow and change over time as Intel in- introduces new chips That's and right. everything else. That's right. Yeah, and certainly we want to evolve with the uh, the Intel platforms, and, and certainly with with Microsoft as as uh, you know they just rolled out uh, what today, right? In fact, the uh, Windows 10 uh, upgrade. Uh, I think it's their their fall uh, software update. So it's uh, seen seeing some additional features come out that, uh, and I just upgraded it the other day. So it uh, it works fine, <laughs> no issues. <laughs> That's why always a nervous point when like is it going to yeah. work or not? And, uh... <laughs> exactly. And actually, that lends le- 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 another question. So I, I guess uh, building up a customer service uh, department here for these products too is very difficult because I found a lot of times with these things is that it's one thing to get the computer for. 100 bucks. Uh, it's right. thing to have that computer supported uh, in the way that right. they want to do. What kind of planning goes into that? No, I mean, this is, you're, you've touched upon a really good point, right? Because uh, I think there's been a lot of interest in, and we've seen a lot of uh, questions come up, whether it's on the new website or within uh, some of the in-focus uh, feedback that we've gotten through, through emails. And yeah, I, it, customer support is, is crucial, right? As, as now that we've gotten the product out there, the, the whole viability longer term is, is around sustaining this product and, and customer support is, is crucial to that. So we're leveraging a lot of the existing infrastructure that's already in place for InFocus as, you know, as, as a global company. So clearly we're, we're now getting some additional headcount to make sure, hey, we've uh, got this, this, this upsurge, right, in interest, but uh, we, we need to be able to answer people's questions and, and, and some of the concerns. So that's, that's, that's in place now. So, yeah. Good. That's, a, that's an important point because a lot of times uh, it's the after-sales support is more that's than anything. Right. And one last for question. Sure. Have you, what have you heard so far that you didn't expect to hear from back from um, customers on this? No, I, I think for sure the I, I think you touched upon it right is that you can see you know for, certainly for new way customers that that certain market segment I mean the first thing everybody seems to be doing is hey I want to put Linux on this right, right. Or, or extend the product to some other use case and it's great I mean that's exactly what we had hoped for is that the 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 market will see additional ways to, to leverage this product and that's that's what we want to be able to do is generate sort of a community feel to this that hey this is something that we we want to build on for the long term. So that that's been great to see that level of interest and excitement about the product. That hey, we we can do whatever we want with it, right? Because it's 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 giving everybody sort of the basic building blocks to to work with. So you can put Linux and other operating systems on it if you want to do that. Yeah, we're we're clearly not focused on that. I mean, right. we're, we're, it's a Windows 10 platform from our perspective, but uh, I've seen a lot of the the reviews come up with uh, some some interest in that area, and certainly the the people who know how to do it, they're they're doing it already. Right, they'll, they'll be able to get it done, and get it on there. So exactly, terrific. So right now, it's only available at Newegg, right? Until sometime yeah, we're, later. We're gonna- well, we're launching with Microsoft Store uh, later this, uh, actually the next week. So we should be in uh, that uh, retail segment shortly, and uh, we're you know looking to see what what the interest is broadly, and then we'll we'll try and leverage out into additional retail channels, uh, hopefully within the holiday season. Terrific! And if people want to learn more about their product, where can they go? Uh, Kangaroo.cc is the, is the website. So hopefully it's simple enough to remember. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Kangaroo.cc. And, of course, you can find them at Newegg and now at the Microsoft Store, too. So you can actually go play with one uh, in person. And they, they got stores all over the country here in the United States and I think around the world. So you'll be, be, yep. be, be able to check it out there. Anything else we yep. should know about before we uh, close out the interview with this, uh, this neat little device? No, I think you've touched on all the key points. And, again, uh, it's, it's something that we think uh, a lot of people have interest in for various uh, use cases. But uh, it's, it's definitely Windows 10 anywhere, sort of the tagline. And uh, it's, it's just a mobile desktop, right? We're hoping to create this new form factor. 
Well, terrific. Well, it's a great, I've really enjoyed playing with it. I'm going to be doing probably a few more things with it because I keep getting questions great. from viewers. So we'll be uh, kicking, right. kicking the tires a little bit more on it. And if there are Excellent. things that uh, you have coming up that you'd like for us to try out on here, please uh, let us we'll know, let you know and we will put yeah, it through sure. the ringer for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> Appreciate ben, that. Ben, thank you very much for joining us and uh, we'll, we'll probably be in touch soon later in the year. Great. Thanks, Lon. Thank Appreciate you. It. This channel is brought to you by the generosity of my Patreon supporters. If you find the channel helpful, you too can contribute for as little as a dollar a month. Visit lon.tv slash Patreon to learn more.